1: Guess what film I watched a couple of days ago. So, you can have this as a start of the podcast if you want because on paternity leave I've been watching just loads of random films I've never seen. Um i watched bone tomahawk the other day
2: oh what a (laughs) lovely film for a a young baby to watch
1: so i told my wife about it the next one and i was like when did that scene happened i tilt i had the baby in my laps and i had to tilt him towards my chest Mm. i was like you can't look at the screen
2: right now (laughs) i really like that film but yeah it's one of the it's one of the like grimmest films you'll see um probably the closest we've ever got to like a blood meridian adaptation but uh yeah, hopefully, we'll get that one day. But, uh, yeah, welcome to the IGN UK <laughs> podcast. Um, Big Daddy Dale's back, if you hadn't guessed.
1: Hello, I'm back now. I've got a baby, he's not here though. No, no else right he's... Now? he's chilling.
2: He's I good. still haven't seen him. It's not there's on, loads of it? pictures, there's
3: loads of
1: pictures.
2: Yeah, I know, but he hasn't appeared in a meeting. That's what we all I, want. Will,
1: I will get him in. He's quite like the mornings are tough, so yeah. like, yeah, yeah, get Same. him in the, in the morning meeting. <laughs> but, you know, at some point, I'll get him in. Yeah. One one morning meeting, I'll turn on my camera with the microphone and the headset, but I'll just put him in the chair and I'll point the microphone to him and put the headset on him. And then you can have a chat see how you yeah, on. I'll, I'll have a chat with him, yeah, yeah.
2: I, I reckon we'll get on. I reckon we'll get on. I'm a big fan of babies and toddlers. they the I just same find sort of very face. Funny. Yeah, yeah, similar <laughs> sort of face. Uh, Matt, are you a fan of babies? They're all right. They're just yeah. little
4: people, aren't they?
1: Yeah, basically. They, are? they
2: are. Yeah, uh, I like that. That age of like, is it like I don't know, probably like one and a half to two, where they actually start getting a personality when they're not just a ball of like screams.
1: It happens uh, a bit earlier than that, but yeah, like <laughs> I know what you mean. Like right now, he can't he can't hold his own head up. He's boring so, yeah. to talk to,
2: basically. He's Do you boring. know
1: what? I'm pretty sure he's trying to set the world record for farts, though. Like I never knew babies <laughs> farted so much. <laughs> it's yeah. a
2: machine, but yeah. Well, did you uh, how how was your time of, like, I hear from different people when they're on like uh, paternity or maternity leave it's either the best time to play games or the worst time to play games how did you find it uh,
1: it wasn't a good time for playing games because mm-hmm. he was quite demanding he loves being held as babies oh, are known to do Uh but I did watch tons and tons of films and TV shows and stuff like that because I would uh, I would be doing a shift with him. From my wife would go to bed at like nine o'clock, and I would stay up with him till three in the morning, give her a mm-hmm. chance to sleep, and then we'd swap around, and I'd sleep, and then she'd put oh, the shift in. But sounds like hard work. It is hard work, but I did uh, I did play one game uh, the entire time, and I got the platinum trophy on it. That's how much I played this game, which is uh, Power Wash Simulator. Oh,
2: what a yeah. game!
1: Because I I wanted to play it anyway, and I saw it, and I thought, what a better game! Like any time he goes down for twenty minutes, I just. I'm going to blast this little um, like car, this van. Just yeah. give it a little clean. And if he starts crying and I have to pick him up, it's fine. I can pause it. There's no there's no need to come I wish.
2: I, so I played it on... Because it first came out on Game Pass. So I played it on Xbox. So I have 100% in that game um, mm-hmm. when I reviewed it. But like, I don't have the Platinum because I didn't play it. I wish uh, I'd played it on PlayStation yeah. now. So I'd have that Platinum. Oh, that me.
1: last that last big clean in the story mode, though. Uh, that was a daunting is task. Is that the big...
2: Uh, no, is it spoilers? It's a temple. <laughs> yeah, yeah or it's something. a giant <laughs>
1: alien temple thing.
2: Yeah. It's
1: like that when that happened i was like "Ah, oh, i don't know if i have oh, that took me like three or four days
2: you're not tempted <laughs> to get the expansions
1: i think I'm there's power the Washed free out. ones yeah, yeah i did the uh, final fantasy seven ones um mm-hmm. i think I, when i saw the tomb raider one was actually her loud mansion i was like may, may, maybe give myself a year off for power <laughs> wash for a little bit
2: <laughs> the sponge one's good and also speaking of power wash yesterday i was at the WASD slash ign uk event uh, that was on in London. I got a sneak peek. Uh, played a little bit of the Back to the Future DLC. Oh, Cleaned a good? DeLorean. That was nice. Any,
1: anything cool happen when you clean it?
2: Um, it yeah. When you finished it, uh, again, spoilers. It drives off. Oh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> into the future. Uh, just, at, just probably the at corner. the speed of eighty-eight <laughs> mile an hour. But it's good. It was like in the parking lot, like where it is in the start of the film. Like yeah. I do want to point out, the power I, wash is great.
1: I do have a jet washer at home, and I do have a patio that needs <laughs> jet washing. So it's yeah. kind of. Um, it's that
4: um, Simpsons gag about uh, yard work simulator. Right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Although saying that, Lino, you know, like the water management at home is a pain in the ass because you've got to get this water somewhere. In power wash, it just dissipates. It's fine. So, yeah. More satisfying. fine.
2: I'll, I'll come around and power wash for you if you want. All right. Yeah. For, <laughs> for, a, for, a, for a medium-sized fee. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, good stuff. Uh, well, let's not talk about Power Rush anymore, because that game's been out a while, no matter how good it is. Last night, we had a State of Play from PlayStation, um, and there was a few, you know, again, kind of recent trend this summer. Not a whole lot of new stuff, but some exciting looks at stuff we already knew were on the way, really. And, I mean, I think the only place to start is where that show ended, which was Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, which, I am I can't imagine, like. We'll talk to you about this, today, because You're a massive Final Fantasy VII fan, of yeah. course, but um, I, I'm I'm not. I've never got to this point in the game. But even I was watching this going, Jesus Christ, this looks incredible! Like, as someone who actually, you know, that game is in their bones. Like, you must be you must be very excited.
1: Yeah, I think uh, there's a couple of reasons why, as well. Um, like, I think the main one is the ending of remake sort of set up the idea that this is going to change right the story is going to change it's not going to go where you think and that kind of gave me mixed feelings really i thought oh that's exciting because you know i'm not going to know every plot beat but also i was worried that oh that means they might not do the things that i'm so nostalgic for but this trailer kind of reinforced that no they're very much on the same path i guess there's going to be slight deviations in the trailer we see stuff with zach and cloud they're the deviations right but everything you see, like the fact that they, like they revealed the golden saucer in, in this trailer fill me with excitement because that is absolutely like one of the many wacky things that happened in Final Fantasy VII that I can imagine like a gritty modern remake of it could f- put by the wayside. Um, yeah. Like, you know, they, they showed that example in the, in the remake with the um, cl- cloud, like cross-dressing stuff, right? A lot of people thought that might be cut out and it wasn't. Uh, so I, suspect that they're still going to maintain all these element of silly especially with the character of K-Sif as well who Mm -hmm. um yeah i I could never quite picture how he would actually look in this world but it seems all right like it's it's never a character i like to play anyway and um the just the overwhelming of things that they revealed in this trailer and showed like they they proper showed how dense this world is how much there is going on uh, all the all the, um, all the crazy stuff you get to do, all the mini-games you've got examples of as well. Like, Final Fantasy VII has some very famous mini-games. Yeah, and then they reveal Vincent as well. They're just I so I know you're very,
2: uh, very excited about that that young yeah. man. Oh, is he a vampire?
1: He is a vampire, yes. But um, but Vincent, for those who might not know, is actually him and Yuffie are optional characters in the original game. So you can quite easily miss them and never add them to your party. And now we've seen Yuffie as, like... Uh, in the game and in your party we've seen that she's a playable character uh, but I thought they would really kind of stop there I thought Sif was probably the limit but then they've added Vincent in as well in this version and uh, yeah it's really exciting we're only missing Sid now he's the only one that they haven't shot oh,
2: you can't have a Final Fantasy game without a Sid Surely oh Sid will be in the game
1: out. yeah but he, he comes he's the last addition to the party mm-hmm. It comes quite late in the game yeah. well assuming you don't you got the other two already
2: I, I, I just can't wait to play it looks it just looks like visually stunning and also just the thing that got me was just the variety in it It as like the first i loved the part what we call that just remake i guess part one um but it is kind of all very you know the city of Midgard looks very similar it's all greens and like darkness it's very like you know it's kind of like one tone color palette wise whereas this like every five seconds it was like a different location a different like color palette it just looked like and I started think this over 100 hours of stuff I like I did not expect them to have the next part of this ready so quickly and that's yeah. what coming out in is it is it february or february eight, yeah know? it's
1: coming out in february yeah. and like i i guess you could argue that you know the groundwork has been established and um like from what we've seen in the combat it looks like relatively similar um now it's just all about you know adding the story in and adding the new environments in but you're right like in terms of the opposite the 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 contrast between midgar and the world beyond midgar is like Mm -hmm. one of the reasons when i first fell in love with the game like so the very first time i played this game i got about two hours in and stopped playing because i didn't think i liked it and i remember one of my friends at school saying oh if you just get out midgar then it's you go anywhere you can see all these things and do all this stuff and that was always like anytime i played it as a kid it was always like the race to get out of midgar as fast as i can because i wanted to go and enjoy the rest of the world and uh it seems so exciting that we're getting to go to all these places as well. Like, mm-hmm. We're going to go across continents in this game as well, considering they showed mean, it the shape of the
2: continents. more open world. Like, I mean, I'm looking at a screenshot here of a chocobo climbing a wall. Yeah, that's you what know, Like a cliff face. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know what's. Like, it just looks. I love that it's just fully bonkers as well. Yeah. Like, they're going for it. And yeah, like, God knows what. Like, you mentioned story changes. There's obviously a big story beat in this game that even people like me who haven't played the game know very well happens. Yeah. Like,. I, I, we don't have to spoil it it's just in case there's the old person who doesn't know but like do you, you do you have anything do you think it's going to happen the same way
1: uh i think it could be i mean it could easily not and then it could easily be a double bluff right and it's like you do you, it's hard to know to, considering what the story is like i am planning to like really break this down and try and get into some of the language mm-hmm. used by sephiroth at the end of the last game there's lots of cryptic stuff but um yeah i i potentially this you know what we're talking about is in regards to Aerith and like i think potentially we could be in in stock there could be a surprise basically is what i'm trying to say at the end of this game but this is assuming the game goes up to that point but they did put out a statement last night which heavily <laughs> the implied
2: <very> heavily implied <laughs>
1: heavily implied with that support and it would be the it was the end of disc one on the original game it is mm-hmm. the halfway point in the game it is like the defining it is the end of empire strikes back
2: Really, I do like that their trailer once again ended with the words on two discs. Like, it's the most (laughs) impressive thing in the world. Uh, Are you excited for it all, Matt? Did you play the p- first I didn't.
4: part? So no, I didn't. Because um, I, uh, I was like, oh, well, Final Fantasy VII is already a game that exists. That's great. <laughs> and I didn't find out until maybe years later. So I just didn't talk to anybody that there are like meaningful differences in this. So mm-hmm. yeah, maybe it's, it's just time. fun
2: to play. Like, it's completely different. To play. Like, it is genuinely one of the best combat systems I've played. Uh, yeah, it's so fun to play. I'm gonna. I never play. I know it's not. You told me it's not necessary. Dale, but i haven't played the integrate stuff with Yuffie yet no um, i mean that's but not I probably will jump in I
3: mean,
1: yeah i mean maybe worth a go i just i didn't find it that interesting and also it definitely is not really connected it gives you a bit of backstory about Yuffie, i guess but it's hmm. not really connected uh the most important stuff is the post-credit scenes in integrate which kind hmm. of give you a tease of what's to come in yeah. um, in rebirth so yeah
2: there we go probably all be lost on me because there's this guy Zach with dark hair and I'm like oh I don't know you're from a different game what are you doing here and all so like. that's, the,
1: that's the most interesting <laughs> stuff in regards to the story of um, Remake and whatnot. Like because like, Remake essentially what even though it's expanded it was beat for beat like the same story mm-hmm. until it got to like the, the last, last couple of minutes. hours <laughs> the last all, couple yeah. of hours really where it's like then it, all this and now it's like they they end the the last game with the statement the unknown journey continues so i would, like i said i was quite fearful of that what are they actually going to do with it i felt like they were going to like maybe sanitize some of the weirder stuff and just tell a different story that i wasn't interested in cuz i love the original story i don't i think a tweak doesn't hurt but they're definitely um doing some bold stuff with this so it's interesting to see where they go
2: Nice, 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 nice. Um, I'm reading a Q and A of the director actually about it, uh, as we're as we're recording. And you, uh, yeah, there's some uh, some interesting stuff which I don't, I don't want to spoil. Cause some people might not know certain <laughs> things happen in this game, but uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, what a, what a pointless thing I just said. Send there me the go. link though; I want to read it. Yeah, 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 yeah we'll do. <laughs> so some, it wasn't completely pointless. Yeah, yeah, I'll slap that to you now. We're doing work live on the <laughs> podcast. Um, what do I have next on the running order? Spider-Man uh, 2. Spider-Man... Oh. 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 It looks... It just... Every time I see this game, it just looks so fun. That's just, like, the... I know that's such a fundamentally just basic thing to say about a video game, but that's why I just look at this game and actually I'm just like, it's just so, so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have... Like, there's zero reason to doubt Insomniac, I think, and... Even if it's more of what we've had in other Spider Man games, I think we're gonna have a good time. But they I am in like this trailer obviously focused on the open world and how they've changed that a bit and I did like the look of that a lot more. It reminded me a little bit more of the Arkham style of like things might happen to you yeah. in the open world rather than just going from like uh points on a map to points on a map. And it's also just another basic thing to say, just looks stunning. Yeah. Just like, I don't do you know w- how they do it.
1: Do you want to know one random weird thing that interests me? There uh, was, um there was that uh, quick time sequence of Spider-Man, you know, when he, he is trying to stop criminal vehicles mm-hmm. and in the previous game, it'd be like almost identical every time. And you go through the same process. But on this one, there was a clip of that happening and there was, um I think I'm remembering this right. I haven't it watched it drum? It was a snare drum. Yeah. yeah and yeah, there was yeah. a snare drum back, And I was like, but, that so that won't be on everyone because that would be mental why would everyone have a snare drum which makes me think these are going to be way more like bespoke like yeah even little things
2: like that make it seem like oh i'm solving a different crime right every time rather than just being up the same four people with bats um but yeah which that just
1: gives it like like you said the the idea of like it's not just oh there's 10 of these to do in the open world go it's like There's like each one has its own individual Mm -hmm. uh, sequences and is designed to be bespoke. And like yeah, that that made me really interested.
2: It looked like, and obviously, I'm very interested in the main story of this game. I think it goes some interesting places. But it did look like the side stuff is more developed as well, like Mm. actual like almost villain side stories. Like they teased, it looked like definitely like it would be Mysterio at some point, which is cool. Like, he's always fun when he turns up, because you know you're going to get something a bit weird. Yeah. Rather than, you know, not putting down Rhino, for example, but you know Rhino's just going to run at you. Yeah. You know, he's not going to do anything crazy. No, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I just... It looks so much but Like, the map is literally twice as big, and it's nice to get some variety, and the wingsuit would definitely solve the, the river and the park problem of having to find something to swing on. But... yeah i don't like i just i don't need to see any more of this game i don't know if they'll show much more of this game um, no i
1: mean it comes when's it come out a few yeah, weeks like a month yeah.
2: yeah 20th of october
1: like i yeah it's it, like you said it, it does kind of feel like more of the same but also i feel like it's been long enough where i'm excited for, for more exactly. of that you know like miles morales was like what, what two years ago three years ago like
2: it was a launch. it was a launch game for yeah so yeah three years ago. So, yeah, um,
1: I'm very excited to, to be Spider-Man again. two Spider-Man.
2: Yeah, yeah. and well. that in, what instant changing as well. Yeah. It's going to make the GTA 5 zoom out the dun-dun-dun yeah. dun, seem very slow. Um, maybe, I don't know if GTA 6 has any of that. We don't know anything about GTA VI. So I stop emailing us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wish I knew anything about that game. Um, you interested in that one, Matt, or is that too... Is that too I, mainstream? I will players? have to own yeah, a
4: PlayStation quickly. first in order to uh, be able to. I'm play sure this. we can find you one. Yeah, sure make this happen. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: good games, Spider-Man games. Good fun. Well done to them. Mm-hmm. I've always been a. I think on the if it's ever a debate, like I do think I prefer the Arkham games in total compared to Spider-Man ones. But this one, I don't know. This one's doing do, doing things for me. I just like, like we said, that world seems more alive, a little bit more. I don't know. Less just, like I said, a checkpoint ticking exercise. Um,
1: isn't it sad that yeah. we're not getting another
2: Arkham game? Uh, the whole, I mean, Suicide Squad, what, is that February that's coming out? That's not the same game. I'm convinced it isn't, thing.
4: by the way. That's my that's my prediction. I'm like, that's getting delayed. Like, yeah. you, Who yeah.
2: knows what's going on with that game? I'm still probably against my better judgment. Fingers crossed that Rocksteady are working some of their magic on it. But from what we've seen, Suicide Squad's looking...
1: But that, but that's not. not ideal. That's not the Arkham Batman game that I won, and Gotham no, Knights no. definitely wasn't the Batman game that I won. No. And it's like it's just that was such a disappointment, and now it feels like when there's no Arkham game. I understand Arkham people want inside. it, and
2: I fully understand like as a creative person wanting to do something different, not wanting to do the same thing over and again. But when you have such a winning formula yeah. like that,
1: like also, uh, I'm never opposed to the idea of like you know finding a new studio who can put their own spin on it, but yeah. still make. Deliver I mean, they the did that, that with Arkham
2: won. Origins, which isn't. I like the I same level in. as the other but it's still yeah good yeah. game um yeah. yeah it's just a shame yeah it'll God. come
1: back it'll come back one day they'll reboot yeah. it at some point but. we've got
2: wolverine coming as well from the Ooh, Sonic. they're yes. just so good they're just they're just so good um yeah i like how in the age where we're like okay we're done with superhero films and now i'm like give me all the superhero games yeah i'll play all of those um, it's much more fun to be a superhero than watch them. Is what I found. Yeah, awesome. if the
4: whole point is a power fantasy. Let me let me actually enact all the the cool stuff. Let me. I just want to see someone else do it.
2: Exactly. Um, Resident Evil Four, another game, Dale, close to your heart. Um, uh-huh. A game close to my heart as well. Resident Evil Four, but I never actually. Uh, I don't think I ever played the original like Ada Wong bits. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can tell me separate ways why should we be why do you think we should be excited for separate ways
1: uh well for clarity i only ever played them when they came out originally so it's a long time ago but
2: <laughs> uh but
1: separate ways is pretty cool i mean it's it it describes what it is really the title does uh, that the fact that is you're seeing ada's version of events while leon is going through his adventure like the one scene i vividly remember is when Leon is um, got the swarm in the village at the start of the game, like you can see Ada from the distance, like observing it from the distance. And it just, it goes from, yeah, the start of the game to the end of the game when Ada and Leon meet up again, and you just see what Ada's getting up to, how she manipulates things, her interactions with like Wesker and with Lewis as well. And obviously the story of Resident Evil 4, it's basically the same, but it, they also added things, extended things. Add like Lewis survives a lot longer in the remake, so that means there's more opportunity for Ada to get up to stuff as well. So, um, and she has a grappling hook. So, I don't know, who doesn't love a grappling hook? So,
2: is, it, is she a bit like Widowmaker? Can I play a lot of Widowmaker? Can I just grapple and snipe? Is that how I can play uh, this?
1: I'm not sure about that. Hopefully, that's the dream, right? But yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, we've we've known it's coming for a while, uh, specifically because. In, at the end of the Resident Evil Four remake, Leon says to Ada, uh, "Maybe we should just go our separate ways." <laughs> so, uh,
3: yeah, kind teaser. of on the <laughs>
2: How long? I, I'm intrigued. What? It's out in six days. It's out next week. Yeah, that's that's the crazy part, right? I knew it was yeah.
1: coming, but I've kind of forgotten about
2: it. Again, more, you know, Capcom, we didn't need this. There's too many games already. Yeah. So, but but thank you anyway. It's nice of you. Um, I do wonder how long it's going to be because it could be like. Obviously, it's not going to go parallel to the whole of Resident Evil. 4. We're not getting a whole another twenty no. odd hours, but like, I don't know. Like, what do you think? Like a few hours? I don't know. More I'm Trying to remember the, the other how long one long was.
4: Like, yeah, I don't think it was like very meaty, but it was just it was cool. It was a nice amuse bouche alongside so, the so. <laughs> the meal of. Uh, That's
2: what they should put in the PRD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the muse boot of resident <laughs> evil 4 uh
1: so the original was three and a half hours according to how long to beat uh so that i imagine right. something kind of similar um yeah. which is quite you know this is me for like an add-on dlc yeah.
2: thing, you know so i don't need to play the whole of that game again um especially in vr which they they fully revealed the vr trailer of resident evil 4 remake like i i like playing in those worlds and i like play, i like resident evil 4 a lot i don't need to be in it no, i really I mean, don't need to be in it
1: the, the garador like but if you remember them like the <laughs> yeah. guys that can't see and stuff like i i don't want to do that in vr that sounds horrible
2: yeah <laughs> just i just like, the worst thing for me was just when they showed you like a uh, sitting in the boat on the lake i'm like oh that's yeah. gonna make me feel ill just bobbing yeah, in a oh, boat God, like i was yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i'm like, I, I, I like VR every now and then, but again, I think I've said this before, why are 70% of VR games horror? I don't yeah. I don't want to be in them. Like, well, because I guess it's mean. like
1: that extremely like immersive experience, right? I know that's idea. what sells, well. it's just not what
2: I want, Dale. Why do no. people not care about what I want?
1: Have you played, um, what's that, oh God, what is that game called? It's like Office Simulator, sort of thing. Uh, a job Simulator? A, job Simulator, yeah, there you go, there's it's a VR fun. game. It's fun, yeah, I did yeah. play
2: that on the, the original PSVR. Um, I, we had the PSVR 2 that's now sitting in the office because they haven't really released any games for uh, yeah. since it released one thing uh, that is
1: cool about the VR version of Resident Evil though is it gives you the option to dual wield weapons and it makes you more like a little bit more John Wicky if you're really like slick with it like Jesse's particularly slick with it so um, yeah. hopefully we can getting playing this and doing some I know what amazing happens. action
2: so I'll sit there and there'll be like three Ganados walking towards me I'll just panic and I'll be like oh, right. <laughs> that open because the way I play that opening village segment as well is like rolling around everywhere like jumping up everything it's like in VR I'm not going to be out to do that I'm just going to be slowly walking backwards like going ah, I'm out of ammo and just yeah. trying to punch things and it won't work Try and do a spin kick, kick my TV off the wall, and then, you know, that's that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't <laughs> I don't, I don't think know. you have to
1: actually spin kick to do a spin kick. Yeah, you? but I will.
2: <laughs> Just I want to be immersed. Was, yeah, spin kick everyone in my house. Um, <laughs> um, another game where you can't really control your legs very well, Baby Steps. Um, <laughs> it looks so good. I, I can't wait to play this. That trailer was. I love that they opened that State of Lotus like trailer of just like two guys just going, again, grappling hooks, just going, oh, you want to grapple that? You want to. uh yeah. do you want to grapple Well, they uh, actually opened you it, fucking it with. grapple that. Uh, like,
1: with just a character doing like one of the worst looking walking animations you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? And then when you realize that, oh, actually, no, it's about, you know, manually controlling these legs and the balance of them. Yeah. Makes they re- sense.
2: They revealed this a few months ago, but this was a bare look at it. It just looks. So good, and it's if you don't know what it is, it's from uh Bennett Foddy, who is behind um Get o- Getting Over It or Get Over It, I getting over it, yeah, getting over it. Um, and uh, and from, GURP, and uh, all the classic, and, uh, um, ape. Um, I've gone, why is ape my mind out? Going? Yeah, ape out. <laughs> my mind's gone. Yeah. I, I said all these about half an hour ago without stuttering. Um, it just looks, it just looks silly. I saw a skateboard in this one. You
1: didn't explain the premise What's No, necessary. it's
2: basically... Well, do we even know? It's just you're trying to walk. You're trying to get somewhere. It reminded me of... And I don't know if anyone's seen it. It reminded me a little bit of uh, Bo is Afraid, the game. Oh, uh, um, man, that's a really good... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just looked like you're trying to basically... If you play Getting Over It, it's kind of like similar to that, except it's more you're behind... You know, it's the traditional 3D uh, third-person perspective... Uh, I've forgotten how to speak, uh, <laughs> position, camera position. You're basically trying to walk, and I'm guessing it's going to be like, I don't know how it controls on control yet, but maybe like each of the triggers controls a limb or something. Thought, it's going like, to be very difficult, basically.
1: Yeah, I, I my assumption immediately was that maybe each leg is on an analogue stick. Uh, because there was a lot of mm-hmm. uh, there was a lot of delicate movement in that that showed a yeah, that, there's that subtle fine
4: three D space stuff. Yeah. I bet there yeah. will probably be something for like how you put the foot down on the trigger yeah. or something like that. But stick movement for legs. There's a,
1: there's a bunch of games like that. Isn't Is it was it Heavenly Bodies was kind of like that where you manually controlled limbs. Am I thinking of the right game there? Um, but there's a few games where yeah you manually control limbs or you know certain parts of them and uh yeah it's surprisingly complex and especially what they showed in this little clip as well like navigating um height you know like <laughs> getting over objects getting over yeah it's going to be a, it's <laughs> going to be a struggle so um yeah it's, yeah, it's like we mentioned
2: there were some good little bits that, like Bit like Indiana Jones reference where there's just a massive boulder rolling towards you that <laughs> looks almost impossible like I said a bit on the, it's of him on a skateboard and then just falling over it's just very it's just very silly yeah. I can I'm definitely going to play this, that's summer next year I think and yeah yeah looking forward to baby steps I mean will your will, will your little man be walking will that be about will that be his first game baby steps will he be when does walking it come out? by then uh, summer
1: yeah yeah he'll probably be uh, like Stumbling, stumbling around, around. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a like know? that's a good tweet right there yeah. be like yeah oh baby steps oh, oh I haven't been playing actually mate <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> baby
2: reacts to baby steps yeah, yeah how can we uh,
4: utilise but... this child for content <laughs> is what I'm thinking
1: it's just a, if it's a shame it's not an actual baby in the game he's in like mm. a big
2: like baby romper though isn't mm. he I can. I can
1: put my kid in front of a screen and get him film him and do can, baby racks to baby
2: steps. Can we do? Can yeah? Can your baby walk the length of the garden in the same time it takes one of us to walk? I don't know down in the road st- in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Who can walk further in five minutes? <laughs> do I'm going to make him a star. This video is never getting made. Oh, we're doing it. Now. <laughs> we're doing it now. Um, what else are we going to talk about? We're kind of we. The Nintendo thing just didn't do a lot for us sadly mm-hmm. it was again it was mainly stuff we knew about i'm not a uh, one of these people who's uh, overly uh nostalgic about the era of the 3ds visual novel so uh yeah. another code hasn't done a lot for me but it looked kind of cool
1: i thought i thought the showcase started off well um like i thought mario yeah. I, basically i'm a sucker for any
2: mario games
1: really and um the mario versus donkey kong looked like it could be fun
3: yeah,
2: the Peach game wasn't what I expected It yeah. looks like a weird remind me of Puppeteer, the weird PS3 uh, Game I actually think it's pretty good yeah. thought uh, Kung
4: Fu Peach looked pretty
2: cool thought
4: yeah, that was yeah, nice
2: yeah. Um, I then was mean, it- like, At the end I was like They were like, one more thing And they, they showed like the Mario star I was like, are we actually getting the new Mario reveal Like Odyssey 2, whatever they're going to call it no, it's another remake. And I know Thousand Year Door is a beloved game for a lot of people, so I'm happy happy for you if you're looking forward you to it. But I we, did want
1: something new. The new 3D Mario game will be a launch game for whatever it the next will, console but I is. thought they might
2: still tease it. Yeah. There were rumours of a Switch 2 being revealed, and it didn't happen. Bit. All this said,
4: I we did get uh, Unicorn Overlord showing off the new VanillaWare oh, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, so just you're into those. To, yeah, JRPG <laughs> perverts like me, <laughs> like that was the, that was the moment. If you've never yeah. played uh, Thirteen Sentinels Aegis Rim, it's now on uh, PlayStation Network's free game Plus, PlayStation
2: yeah. Plus. Yeah, I'm gonna I do keep meaning to check that game out. I'm not gonna have time in the next few months to play it, but it uh, is one that's always on my like long list of things to catch up on. Cardi,
1: for some reason, I feel like you would have been excited about Trombone Champ coming to Switch.
2: I, I, I'm Four not players. <laughs> what about that WarioWare one where you can lay an egg did you watch that <laughs> some weird uh, movements think, going I on I there. was
1: working this event so by that point I was do- looking at other stuff yeah.
2: but do you know what? I'd be I I meant to mention this at the start. I'm actually glad it's you two on the podcast today because I'm actually feel like I'm in sa- a safe space. <laughs> um, we talk about trombo chat because um abba? I believe we're all abba likers yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I don't know what that was all slander about. Going on. Yeah.
1: One of the like one of the most influential pop bands of all time. And like. I always thought fairly
2: <laughs> inoffensive as well. Yeah. I thought yeah. Who doesn't like an ABBA song? Do you know? I, I uh, just don't know what was going on here. To
4: be honest. crazy. I remember, I think a couple of weeks after I'd started, though, admitting that I think like that Jamiroquai is really good. Oh. And I remember all of you going like, nah, it's not. No, I,
2: no, I, no, I, I wouldn't have said I, that. I can't stand Jamiroquai. I, I don't feel like Jamiroquai is on the same level as ABBA. Mm-hmm.
1: I went for a phase when Jamiroquai, um, probably like virtual insanity time, where for about six months I thought, Jamiroquai is going to be my guy. Like right. that is yeah. it. so i bought i'm like i'm buying his singles he's my guy and it's hat. like he, was, he did the godzilla soundtrack and uh, song on the soundtrack i was like he's,
4: he's oh that song's great and then
1: i quickly decided no actually jimmy is not my guy but i still like a couple of his songs yeah. i think it's because of the virtual insanity video which is just still to this day an amazing
2: video i'll give it that it's a good video um what abba song would you play on trombone champ though um fernando Nah.
3: That's uh, always
1: pretty good. Lay all your
4: love on me, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, the, Ooh, cl- even the classics, vu. like, yeah, Vulevu Vu.
2: Oh, 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 that'd <laughs> That might be it, actually. That
1: might be it. Waterloo's good, mummy. Oh, they're all good. All the big ones. They're all
2: amazing. All the big ones. They're all good. Yeah. You can play four player trombone champ. We could all we could team up, play some ABBA on trombone champ if
1: you want. Just like ABBA. <laughs> four people that play the trombone. You do the Vulevu Vu bit, and I'll do yeah. the AHA yeah. bit. There we go. Oh, mate. <laughs>
2: people having to go at ABBA we wouldn't have Alan Partridge as we know it without oh, ABBA okay, so yeah. take a look at yourselves I, think,
1: I partly think that's why I like um, ABBA so much is because of the years of just being indoctrinated to it through Alan Partridge
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah my mum and dad like were always big into them and yeah they like they just make some of the biggest pop songs of all time like, well, what, what's not <laughs> to like
2: I don't I, know why uh, I'm uh, having to constantly yeah. defend <laughs> ABBA here I'm very up upon myself I do need to go to ABBA Voyage though one day should we go ABBA Voyage though I'm alright in my, my
4: neck of the woods, mate. I go I'd take it, ten and minutes. It's go in Stratford, home. <laughs> isn't
2: it? Yeah, lovely, lovely. Um, what else are we gonna talk about? We talked. That was our Nintendo section that turned into an ABBA section. Yeah. Um, you've been watching some films, though. You said while you were off. Any of
3: Yeah, about?
1: I haven't been. I'm in logging these films, so you're gonna have to trigger my memory. I watched. Um, well, like, did I start off the podcast with Bone Tom Hawk? Was that the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've already talked about Bone. Do
2: you want to revisit the scalpings? No, 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 no. Uh, Do you know what?
1: I knew in that film, I knew there was uh, a graphic scene, but I didn't really know what it was. It, more than one.
2: Uh, but yeah, yeah. There's one. There's one. Yeah, there's one particularly one. terrible.
1: Yeah. And um, yeah, like, because honestly, for like, I don't know, an hour of that film... It's, just, it's a
2: slow burn.
1: It? It's just some cowboys going on on, on a quest, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. you know. And, it's a, and also Jack from Lost is in it as well. I was like, I ain't seen that motherfucker in years. <laughs>
3: What's he doing <laughs> with himself these Matthew days?
1: Matthew Fox. Yeah, well, apparently yeah. a bit, I, think, I think he was a I think he dickhead.
2: a complete dickhead. dickhead, isn't he? Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, oh, um, oh, oh, we I
2: both watched, watched uh, No Hard Feelings, the Jennifer Lawrence-led uh, comedy. And I think we're both in the same boat. It was just nice to have a comedy film. Oh, like, yeah. I know we had Barbie, but like an actual like more like art this felt like a 2007 yeah it's a film's, film
1: i don't think we get enough of these days you know like the era the um What's the the Judd Apatow era? You know mm-hmm. when it was all his, like I I have mixed feelings on Judd, Judd Apatow, but he had yeah. he definitely had a run of bangers. You know yeah. that I just don't feel like we just get those sort of films that much. anymore. Like, I
2: still love Super Bad to Death. I think yeah. I, I love Super Bad, and even um, the weirder ones we got. I think you still do get some of these more indie films, but like I still love Napoleon Dynamite and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Um,
1: no, uh, yeah, No, no hard feelings is good fun. I thought uh, I thought it was. Um, I've never really cared much about Jennifer Lawrence really like never been that interested in her roles but I thought she was really good in this she like, should do
2: more comedy because she yeah. is genuinely very funny she was really funny um, and I was it's thought- a shame like I didn't like Don't Look Up at all
3: I, uh,
4: know, I didn't really so. dig it either yeah,
2: yeah,
1: no. yeah it's a shame I thought the the young lad in it I don't know who the act- what the actor's name is but I thought he was really good especially <laughs> playing like he he has a great growth in the film and I thought he did really well at portraying that you know like in- incredibly nerdy shy young boy to the guy who's sort of coming out of his shell towards the yeah. end of the film. And he there's also. An inc-
2: like, yeah. he, never, he was never annoying. He could so easily have been an annoying character. I yeah, think. yeah.
1: And there was an incredible scene as well with Jenna Florence completely naked, beating the shit out of a bunch of people as well. Uh, but that was very
2: funny. Yeah, <laughs> she was just really- went for it. I just <laughs> yeah. like that she just, she just goes for it. And yeah. It was yeah. good for them. No, I think she's good. Oh, well, I, um, watch. I watched
1: Mathregon as well, which I thought was movie good. Movie of the year. I don't know about that. Barbie is definitely a movie of the year, but yeah,
4: that, was
2: that this year? Yeah,
4: it was very early, early this year, Mithrigan. Yeah, yeah. It? it's it's my best film-going experience of this year. I just like yeah. I watched it in a like little tiny cinema with sofas, a bottle of wine, and I was just shouting and cackling at <laughs> yeah. it. There's a we'd... scene where um, Megan like it's the first time that i think she's wearing a different outfit and me and my partner are just like slay queen yeah. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well they very much lean into that with those dance numbers and stuff yeah, well. I, don't I, know. Should,
2: I should check it out uh, it's,
1: it's good fun it's like it's um it's like surprisingly like gruesome and scary in places i thought it would be a little bit more silly yeah. than that but it was like you no know, it's it's a I mean, it's chucky right it's it's a new version of chucky but like it was good fun. I enjoyed it. I watched an absolutely abysmal film that came out this year. Can you guess what it is?
2: Uh, uh, it's a big yeah, film I mean, with a big
1: star in it that came out this year. And
2: it was oh god, what's the shit. rock been up to? No, is it one of his?
1: No, it stars one Adam Driver, and it was, oh, was it? That's 65. Sixty-five. Yeah, oh, I thought man. some
2: people thought that was okay. Oh, shockingly was you dull. Not like it? For a film
1: yeah. about dinosaurs being stuck in an area where you're trying to defend yourself from giant dinosaurs, it was so <laughs> dull and boring. I just, yeah. like, completely switched. I know, it's like, I don't know why Adam Driver, I mean, I hope they paid him well, because yeah, he just got to be you
4: know, a one for me, one for them Yeah, situation.
1: very much felt like that as well. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, why would you take this?
2: He yeah. can't be doing Enzo Ferrari films all the time. No. Yeah. Although no. I wish he uh, would do Michael Mann films all the time. It's been a good year for film. Like, we've had Barbie and Oppenheimer Mm-hmm. The two best films of the year, quite yeah. easily, I think. We've still got we've still got *Killers of the Moon*, which is probably the only one I think, or maybe uh, *The Killer* from Fincher that could take over as my film of the year. Mm-hmm. Is but, that um, already out? *The Killer*, actually, no. Exactly, wow. um, a couple of months, just mm. like Killers of the Far Moon.
1: Um, uh, Dicardi, did you watch... Well, June's some, been delayed, but yeah. Oh, I watched June again. That's one thing I did. Um, <laughs> did you... Uh, did you what, There's something I watched that you might have watched was the um, We Are Newcastle. Did you watch that?
2: I didn't because I've heard it's absolutely <laughs> yeah. just... Uh, just uh, <laughs> A horrific piece of work <laughs> but
1: it, but it is semi enjoyable i mean so there is a really cool part where callum wilson go back to his old school which was my school and oh, he, he talks to his pe teacher who was my brother's pe teacher so when very i went good. to visit my family we all put it on and like all reminisced about our school that was kind of cool and it's also weird to see amanda stavely calls everyone angel all the time and it's she's, bizarre yeah,
2: she's a, <laughs> a very scary lady yeah um, um
1: inter, yeah. interesting if you want to see a piece a propaganda piece I' <laughs> yeah. desperately trying to convince you that Saudi Arabia doesn't own Newcastle yeah. united yeah,
2: if you've missed the uh, yeah if you've missed some of the great propaganda of the mid 20th century then, uh, check out the <laughs> Newcastle documentary on front video look, I was looking Still. for
1: anything to watch at this point when yeah. I was having to look after a baby, so everything got put on
0: as a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you, but we also sell merch.
4: That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind.
1: This is the story of Harry Dalowitz, and how he rose from nothing to become
2: New York's King of the Egg Cream.
0: So if you like funny true stories,
4: come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Nice. Um, Yeah. I mean, that was a good little catch-up, I suppose. Mm -hmm. We've got a... Do we can do, though? yeah Let's just play an endless the search. Why don't we, yeah, we just hell do it? Yeah, Let's just do it. Inside. It's a UK RGN crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: and the ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside. I've got a question for you. Hold up the DJ,
2: we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and the ones and twos. We've got the games gonna play for you. Inside. I've got a question for you. Is it in the search?
4: The UK IGN crew. <laughs> it Didn't, is like, indeed.
1: Sorry to, like, you might have already had this feedback lined up. Did we get a feedback? From someone saying they hate that song.
2: That is in an email yeah. later. <laughs> you can you can address that later. If oh, you right, want. Okay. Keep okay. it keep it boiling. Keep it bubbling. <laughs> um, Dale, you must you've two months about the endless search. You must have been really starved.
1: I listened to the podcast. So, um, been oh,
2: along at home.
1: I got my fill. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, now you get to play it. For real, we've got one here sent in from Gary Fields, who says, Hi, IGN UK team. Thanks again for all the quality podcasting. I've been loving all the endless starches lately, but it's Ooh. been a while since you played Portmanteau Overwatch. Oh, I'm terrible at this. Uh, and I thought I'd send in some I submissions. love portmanteaus. <laughs> for anyone not in the note or needing a refresher, the prompt will be the description of a combination of two separate games, films, TV, etc. merged into one. And the answer is the portmanteau title of both of those as one begins with the last word of the other. Um however, the category for all the rounds provided here, there's six plus a tie break, if it ends up three all are one half TV show, one half film. Oh we got God. that, keep that in mind. TV no show to okay. One half TV, one half film. Okay. So let's just get going. We've got six of them here. And a seventh if we need it. First one, Amy Poehler leads an ensemble cast trying okay. to manage the red tape of local government work while also handling a recent dinosaur outbreak. Oh, oh
4: Jurassic God. Parks and Recreation.
3: Oh, there, you go. Oh, there.
1: So he I was doing there. it the other way around. I was like, Parks and recre and what's the Jurassic Park?
2: Parks and recre dinosaurs? dinosaur.
1: Parks and recre 65. Parks and that Cretaceous period? Yeah. Oh, that's ooh,
2: good. Oh, there we go. It's not called Cretaceous Park, though. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they
1: have a spin off called something like that? Uh, Camp Cretaceous.
2: Camp, Cret- Camp Cretaceous. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway. Yeah. 1 nil to Matt. Five more. I haven't actually read these, so I don't know if they're all easy, hard, whatever, but good luck. Right. After 39 seasons. A British icon faces his or her greatest challenge yet, working with cartoons to solve the crime of the millennia in this sci-fi live-action animated hybrid romp. Uh, Doctor Who,
1: Frame Roger Rabbit.
2: Oh, God, I was just there. Yeah, nice. Roger Rabbit is so good. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, great. Yeah. Great flick.
1: There is is, like, I need to watch it again because there's an amazing clip. You know, when they're handcuffed to each other and he starts Mm sewing off the handcuff and he can't, hold the table's wobbling and he just slides out and holds the table for him. And then when he notices and he looks at him, he (laughs) does this gentle little slide, his hand back (laughs) in there. It's so good.
2: Genuinely... One of, like Bob Hoskins' performance in that like, <laughs> genuinely one of the greatest. Like having to act against nothing. Yeah. And he literally do doesn't that know
4: anything is there because it isn't <laughs> the uh, oh, mate.
2: I I, I, wanna watch it. I wanna watch it
3: Although yeah. I ter- it, I found it, it
1: terrifying as a kid when um at the end, oh, the end is so doing terrifying. the dipping, yeah. Ah!
2: Yeah, the that scream noise. is horrible, oh, yeah. Poor Dot Brown. <laughs> uh right. One all, four left. An undercover FBI agent infiltrates a gang whose charismatic leader's love of surfing is only matched by his passion for cooking meth. What?
4: Breaking Bad Boys.
2: No. No. An undercover FBI agent infiltrates a gang whose charismatic leader's love of surfing is only matched by his passion for cooking meth. Surfing.
1: Yeah, I don't, I'm genuinely. Oh, kind of is. Not, you know, Ooh, or is I it point breaking it's bad?
2: bad? It is point uh, breaking bad. Yeah. There we go. 2 1 to Matt. Point break, good film. Uh, I've never seen it. Haven't watched it in a while. Never seen not it. seen Point break? No. That is, that is just a line from Hot Fuzz. Yeah. It? Yeah, <laughs> you, <laughs> which one are we <you> watching <laughs> first? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have seen Bad Boys <laughs> 2, though. <laughs> point break is amazing. You, you'll love Point break. Like, fan, get on your list. It's, just, it's
1: and out. We, I've been through this about my disdain for Keanu at the moment, so I don't know if I. Yeah, but, but the 90s Keanu, but I you do like, like speed,
2: but, right? Yeah, I love speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's speed, it's speed Keanu, uh, and it's yeah. um, Patrick Swayze being amazing, yeah. and it's Catherine Bigelow being incredible. I love Cyberpunk,
1: but like Keanu, like brings it down a full couple of points <laughs> for me every time.
2: Right, yeah. right. Point break. I, I, I'm. Su- I, do you know? What? I'm surprised you haven't seen that. I thought that would be one yeah. of your favorites. You know, films.
1: here you just remind me of another film I watched again while I was uh, on Tony leave. Is a uh, Matrix Resurrections. I decided to watch it again. You watched it again. I. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: I, I oh, personally love to, it. I can't. on Prime, and they put it on
1: Prime, and I was just like, Ugh. "All right, I'm going to give it another shot." And it's just, if anything's worse. Like, I, I love it. Honestly, I, can't do, this. I, I do. Actually, genuinely, and still think it's to this amazing. day, I don't get like well they're talking about it as a video game but then they're showing clips from the first movie going oh that's your video game it's like it's a fucking movie oh, it just drives me mad but that's a, that's <laughs> the smallest complaint but like that particular thing really winds up but Keanu is particularly bad in that film as well
3: shockingly
2: let's just carry on again. <laughs> uh two on to Matt with three left what could be more high stakes than running an ad agency <laughs> in 1960s New York right you got the got the first half. Yeah, yeah. Sp- yeah. Sp- yeah. Uh, Some of these are. I'm uh, like, I appreciate these, Gary. Some of are a bit bit on the nose. Um, spending your nights detaining illegal extraterrestrials. Either the way, Mad Men uh, in Black. There we go. Yeah. that's good. <laughs> two all, two left. Uh, I'm just gonna read this one ahead. See if I can make it a bit trickier. Uh, oh, think- actually, this one I don't think this one you might not know, Strower. In this World War Two period piece, one man one man must contend with political intrigue, incest, and even dragons as he struggles to crack the Enigma code. Oh God! Uh, the initiation, the imitation game of friends. Is it the wrong word? Matt, Matt, st- <laughs> Matt stole it. Matt stole in there yeah. for a three-two lead. Right, one left. The the gonna make? These are surprising, I'm just going to. I'm, I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say the first line of this one, and then if you need more, I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise wakes up from a coma to find the zombie apocalypse is upon us.
1: Tom Cruise wakes up from a coma.
2: Uh, twi- uh, what is it? Is it from. Oh no! I know that one. Um, I'm just trying to connect things. I'll say the next line if you want. Mm. Yeah. He must travel the world in search of a MacGuffin that can shut down the zombie hive mind.
1: Oh, uh, I'm trying to, I know the film and I know that, oh my God.
2: This one is actually not quite a uh, port or portmanteau. It's a little bit of a cheat, to Uh. be honest, because it misses out the first two words. So what
1: film, (laughs) what title of the film is it though? Because I know the film, but which title is it? It's got two titles.
2: Oh we, yeah you think of the wrong oh, film. Oh wrong film. Right. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: I'm I'm thinking the only one I can remember of Tom Cruise waking up from a coma is like Vanilla Sky, but I don't remember
2: that as being this,
1: a I don't know if this, Tom this one, actually wakes up from the coma in the thing he's in though. Does
2: it? This one's a little uh it's actually technically not a portmanteau, if I'm mm, honest. Right. Should have, should can have you read awesome. it all again? Yeah. Tom Cruise on wakes up from a coma to find that the zombie apocalypse is upon us. He must travel the world in search of a uh, MacGuffin sorry, that can shut down the zombie hive mind. There is actually a uh, an extra bit, which is, of course, the actual shutting down of the hive mind won't happen until the sequel. Um, basically, take the first two words off of the film and then you'll... Be able to start it from the TV show and end with the film.
1: I don't know what they are anymore. I heard Hive Mind. I thought it was Lived I Repeat, and then I was
2: like,
1: yeah, I've lost it now. I've mm-hmm. Lost the thread.
2: So I just, so I just tell yeah, you, I have no idea. It's, it's kind of unfair. I'm sorry, Gary. It's kind of unfair. I appreciate it nonetheless. It's The Walking Dead: Reckoning Part One. Oh, There's no that's... Mission Impossible <laughs> there. What? It doesn't. Oh, I mean, I guess yeah. The In Walking the wa- Dead. Yeah. yeah it's kind of the walking Mm -hmm. dead it would work if it was a sandwich instead of a portmanteau Mm. because the walking dead is in the middle of mission impossible dead reckoning uh but there we go it's three two to matt but you know what because that one was kind of unfair i'm going to give the tiebreaker a chance for dale to equalize if you agree with that matt
3: Uh, yeah Uh, sounds great
2: there we go (laughs) John Cleese leads an all-star cast of diverse personalities who team up for a dual heist, but things go awry when the walls of reality eventually begin to crack, and they discover they're in a, genre, a genre-shifting simulation created by magic. Created okay, by magic?
1: Magic. I was, well, I was fully lined up for The Matrix then, until you uh, added that <laughs> bit in the end.
2: John Cleese leads an all-star mm. cast who team up for a dual heist. Do you know what that film is? Uh, don't I don't think I do. No. Oh, this is actually the hardest one at the end here. Uh, because so, if you don't know what that film is, no. then you probably won't get what the second bit is. <laughs> uh,
1: I, f- I want to say that like, it's like a Pink Panther reboot
2: or something. That's where I, I was know, leaning uh, too, yeah. but that wasn't him. If you, if you don't know the film, you're not gonna. No. Yep. Sorry, bud. Uh, a fish called Wonder Vision.
1: Oh, I do not know the name of the film. But I didn't. I've never seen it.
2: There we go. Matt does ultimately win three two. Fun was had. Questions <laughs> were asked. Answers were given. Good stuff. Um, Igen underscore UK feedback at igen.com If you want to send in any of your endless searches, or indeed some of your feedback, just like who, who sent one in first, Matt. Well, I've got one from Jamie Gearing
4: here who says, Dear IGN UK Podcast, I have a long-haul flight approaching the prospect of a move abroad without my beloved PS5. My trusty PSP is long since dead and a true handheld PlayStation alternative seems far away. As such, I'm considering making the move to Switch. Aside from Wii Sports and GoldenEye 007 in the distant past which uh, I have had barely any experience with in Nintendo, which essential Switch titles would you recommend to a newcomer? Furthermore, I am most interested in the affordable handheld only Switch Lite other games that might not run as well on this version of the console or can it handle the same titles as other versions? Many thanks Respect the Water in all its many forms uh, even Sparkling yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I'm ready for that I do not respect Sparkling, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't respect sparkling yeah. and that one's from uh, Jamie Gearing in Melbourne, <laughs> Australia
2: um, Sparkling Water, not good even worse, Tonic Water, The Devil's mm-hmm. Drink Love a little bit of tonic water. I actually, Hate I it. like
4: sparkling water, but I don't respect it. Get
1: out! Have you ever had get it when you really out. want your thirst quenched and you open up? Oh, your head and it's yeah. actually,
4: I was, I was saying this to my partner the other day. Like the, the, the German idea of everything being sparkling water is mm. like, you know, if you sat at a restaurant, great, I understand it. But if I, I'm thirsty, you know, I need some yeah. just still water, a gulp down. I don't mate.
2: that carbonation yeah. going on yeah. in on my mouth. Um it's time for our yearly drop in to say what switch games we think are good uh our um, first to answer
1: the switch Lite is we'll work fine with yeah, all yeah. games mm-hmm. um and all the mario games is always mario obviously but you also there's the mario 3d all-stars i don't know if they're still selling that actually i think i know it's limited no. edition but it had um it had mario galaxy on it and
3: it had uh 64, um, 64 and, and, um, and um sunshine, sunshine.
2: yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah Mario Odyssey, the, obviously, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom are very good games. The ones um, that you're
4: not going to get recommended by most people, I did do a little list of this one. Uh, they cool. just got announced uh, Dave the Diver got announced for Switch, yeah. which mm-hmm. is Dale very good. Dave yeah, the Driver. Exactly. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Which is definitely worth checking out uh, and will last you the entire of the long haul flight. It's yeah. too much to do in that game. Yeah. Uh, there's a game called Dredge that came out earlier this year. Oh, the the so Switch good. port is really, really good. Um, check that one out and uh, I recently picked up uh, I've had this for ages and uh, suddenly just really wanted to play it again it's a game called part time UFO um, which is fantastic it's about like you're a little UFO with a grab claw and people just want you to do little odd jobs for them Um, it is so good but it's got a mode in it where it's just about building the highest tower you can possibly do with a bunch of random objects uh, and as you stack it up higher and higher it becomes more and more wobbly um, it is genuinely like evening stealing, you'll nice. like log on for it, like just oh let me build a quick tower and you'll be there for 6
1: hours
2: yeah. yeah, good, my boring answer always, you can now play Persona 3, 4 and 5 on Switch, that'll last you uh, yeah. more than a flight, mm. uh,
1: depends what amazing. sort of things you like, but honestly like there's, depending on what sort of games you like on the PS5, there's going to be um, alternatives of or, or things that are similar on the Switch as well um mm-hmm. the last big game i played on the switch apart from tears of kingdom i think was uh, the monkey island really mm-hmm. what was it called return to monkey i think yeah. um, which was which would work great on the switch like i, yeah. time. I
2: like puzzle games because they kind of they pass the time quite quickly on planes like i last couple of long flights i've done i've played through the room and the room 2 which are great mm-hmm. puzzle games and they're like three four hours each but they go by so quickly because you're kind of concentrating you forget Times passing by, uh, or if you just want something casual, you can play Door Romantic on Switch now, which ooh, is yeah, so young. nice and chill. Yeah, really, chill really good. and play that. There's also uh, a load of
1: load of classic games as well. Like you know, there's a Nintendo like Classic Libraries that you can get a subscription to. And um, if you you said um, aside from Wii Sports and GoldenEye, and you have barely experience with Nintendo. There is a wealth of history yeah. of great Nintendo games to check out. On Donkey that. Kong Especially, Country. Yeah. If you yeah. just yeah. get it yeah, played, if you mate. just
2: subscribe to online, yeah, you've got all the old Mario games. and It's a yeah. shame they've not got Pokemon on there yet, but yeah, the GBA ones, I mean. Mm. We can't have everything in life.
4: They also, I think, just announced that the, the uh, 3DS Picross games are coming to
2: Switch. Oh, yeah. Love a bit of Picross. Game. Do
1: you know uh, what they should put on Switch? Peggle.
2: Uh, oh, mate. Power. So there is a couple of Peggle imitators, they're just not as good. Yeah. There's uh, Peglin. Is Peglin out on Switch? Peglin, yeah? and is it round... Something round. Do home, they use O to say? joy? No, but it's well, not. Well, what's, the it point, <laughs> no, what's the point? What's <laughs> the exactly? Um, Dale, who have you got an email from? Hello, this is from
1: Rob Andrews, and he says, "Hi team. On last week's episode, you guys talked about game mechanics that irk you. Uh, one that always makes me roll my eyes often is found in story heaven games, like story heavy games like The Last of Us, Uncharted, etc." The problem I have is during combat, you can die, or your companions can die, and you get a "sorry, you died" screen, and you have to start the encounter over. Or, if you don't die, the tap of the burn or a twenty-second sorry. Or, if you don't die, the tap of a burn or a twenty-second rear lets you fully heal. Um, Ten minutes later, usually during a cutscene, the same character or companion gets shot and is fatally wounded or even dies. Suddenly the mechanic of healing disappears when it's not part of the narrative that the developers want to tell. It always takes me out of the immersion. Do you have any thoughts on this? Wouldn't it be great if death in games through player combat actually fed into the story? Cheers, guys, Rob. Uh, Then Rob says, PS, I stopped listening a couple of years ago, partly because I hated the theme tune to The Endless Search with a passion. Upon returning to the show a few months ago, I let out an audible sigh to hear it still there. I'm probably a minority, but if you ever fancy updating it, I would be a fan for life.
2: I like it It's twenty seconds of an hour-long podcast. <laughs> skip Rob. it, mate. Skip it's it. twenty skip it. seconds.
1: Skip it. Like or, or enjoy bad. it. It's it's yeah, the
4: highlight it's really of my illegal. week when I hear it. But yeah, I get it. Yeah, you
1: know, on the ones and twos. Music is subjective, but skip it. Just press that little skip button, and you're fine. Everyone else likes it, mate. Everyone,
2: every, yeah, every, literally everyone. <laughs> I don't know if that's just you. Um, uh, I mean,
4: I think that an interesting way that people have handled this in games is Uncharted where he's not really being shot at all. It's like how much he's pushing his luck before getting right. shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So unless you actually like get hit, he hasn't been shot.
1: I think, Rob, you're looking for something in these games that just fundamentally doesn't work to what the game type is, whereas there's other game types, like roguelites, that will service mm. that, you know? Like the cool. idea, the game like uh, Eternal and stuff, you know, when the, the the idea of dying and coming back
2: to life is part of the game's mechanics... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even you're like
4: a, you're discussing a concept called ludonarrative dissonance here. Oh, <laughs> no. It's been talked to death. To yeah. Uh, yeah, I
2: finished uh, Baldur's Gate three uh, last night. A round of applause, please. Thank you. Okay. Um, uh-huh. And that's a game that can, you know, people in your party can die. You can tell them to go away. Like you can make that. Like a lot of the characters in my party have fully died, but I've chosen to bring them back to life by paying the gold or using a scroll to bring them back to life. I could have that. Cho- like that's a game that lets you choose. Like you could lift that story and be like, they died in combat, they're gone forever, that's it. Like, that's my story now. Except for Gale. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know,
1: like, this is, I've only played like two hours of Starfield, so I'm not really yeah. chipping in on opinions, but... I do get the sense, uh, I imagine, so far. Like, you can't do what you used to be able to do. In, like, Fallout 3 would just kill anyone But well, that's
2: what I that's what I tried to do. I tried to... I went into Constellation at the start of that game and just tried to kill everyone. Yeah. They, they won't die, they're just going on their knees. I tried to do uh, the exact
1: same thing and tried to kill yeah. them. But I, like, uh, but I miss that, man. Like, Starfield I, feels weak without that sort of stuff. I'd
4: yeah. be using the mining laser on everybody that I came across. Yeah. And it, doesn't, it doesn't work on anybody but Vasco, I think.
1: But I loved, I loved uh, the risk and reward of that in Fallout 3 where you know that if you could kill someone you could mm-hmm. like completely lose quest lines and change everything you know and yeah I think they've lost that a little bit over the way there you go there's my mini review yeah. of stuff
2: there we go <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah it's hard yeah if they're trying to tell a story then you know they're going to choose when characters live and die aren't because they? they're telling you a story so yeah. if they could just die in early in the game that would completely and like
1: end game states have like been in video games as long as video games have existed you know like i, I mm. don't know what the suggestion would be like that's not needlessly complex yeah um yeah, yeah. try different there types of games rob
2: um i've got an email here from another simon simon mccormack who says hi all love the podcast but i won't overpraise you guys because i know cardi a fellow simon like myself doesn't like it i know i'm not i'm not averse to praise it's joe who used to hate it uh I love, I love being praised. I love being told I'm great. It doesn't happen often enough, if you ask me, actually. Um, Won't again during throw, this call. Yeah, if anyone wants to throw a compliment uh, my way, uh, feel free <laughs> to I let me know. I don't feel prepared. Uh, oh, just tell me how great I am at all times, please. Um, hey, you want me to be I really a liar? Need that. I need that boost uh, <laughs> sometimes. Um, anyway, have to say I'm enjoying Starfield despite the flaws. To get to my story, I have a spacesuit in Starfield that lets me turn invisible when I crouch and don't move. I was in the gun shop in the well in New Atlantis and I thought, I wonder if I crouch and turn invisible here. Will the shop owner notice if I steal stuff from the shop? It turns out, he doesn't. Similar to putting a bucket on on the head of a shop owner in Skyrim, you can clean out a whole store with no consequences. I do question why the owner wasn't suspicious when the guy he was looking at suddenly disappeared once he crouched, then all his guns disappeared (laughs) from the shelves and his mannequin and suddenly became naked. I, le- I left a playing card in his storeroom as my calling card that he had just been struck by the ghost. <laughs> this is the sort of thing that I do like him, but yeah, you yeah. can still do that silly stuff. Um, I have included photos of my poses in the store once my theft was complete, including the playing card I left on his table as my calling card. I have to say I was giggling like a schoolgirl when it worked. My question is, what are your favourite game exploits that you have discovered? And do you consider it cheating? Keep up the great work. So You don't have to apologise. It's good. Thank you. Respect the sea. And I have a good drowning story to send you if you ever want to do a sequel episode. I'm always I'm always up for the seek for the drowning stories. And we'd have terms. to receive
1: a lot of them to do an episode. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't be
2: able to get another hour long drowning yeah. special. But uh, yeah, but, if anyone's got any, imagine if you just listen. Well, it'd be like three or four years now that you they've probably got quite a few new listeners in the yeah. last three or four years. We once did an hour long special on funny near drowning stories. I may add, not actual. No one died in any no. of these stories. They're all near drowning stories. Basically, people <laughs> falling in lakes. <laughs> or rivers that's the you know there's some funny stories there um believe me um do you have any funny exploits I kind of it's not really an exploit it's just the way you can play the game like Baldur's Gate 3 is full of stuff like this like if you want to try it it'll probably work like it's not really an exploit. by so I was playing as a druid character and I basically had a thing where I could, I could turn into a dire raven whenever I wanted and basically you could turn into this bird and you're just completely undetectable when you are in that form, so I would just go around all the unrestricted areas, uh, unlocking like every door, like for my party, just going in there, basically basically scouting the whole place, casing it like I'm doing a heist and like steal everything from all. Because when you're in the rain form, you can still just steal stuff from all the cases, you don't need to switch back to human form or anything. So I just like completely ransack a place before then going in and letting my party go in and kill everyone. So it's not really an exploit, it was just a way I was playing the game, yeah. but
1: um i did see in terms of stafford i did see someone made a video where they uh picked up a bucket i think and they got those credits loaded credits on the table that you can steal but instead they just sort of like used the bucket to nudge them into another bucket and picked up the bucket and walked <laughs> out the place with them so they never actually touched them they didn't steal them i thought that was quite clever Smart. and um i just trying to think of it. there is in resident evil 4 someone else found this um that uh, during the village sequence at the start, obviously they're attacking you until the bell rings. But if you've got this certain sniper rifle at the start of the game, you can go up, shoot the bell, and then it will just end the fight immediately. And that's oh, a so really you can only do that
2: on a new game plus. Yeah, you have to have a certain yeah.
1: sniper rifle; that you can only get a new game plus. But it's still a really cool option that they let you do that because that bell yeah, is really far grand. away.
2: Yeah. yeah, that is cool. Any yeah. exploits, Matt? You, you you just play on the straight and narrow. You're just a, I'm just, just a too nice. Aimer. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Jesse's
1: <laughs> the guy we need on for exploits although yeah. his are quite literal in terms of console cheats. commands
2: <laughs> cheats yeah, yeah. Che- yeah, che- that's what we're back, we're back in my day we called them cheats <laughs> we were like, uh, I have noticed that like I haven't put them in because it apparently does disable, disable all your uh, achievement stuff but Starfield has like dozens of cheats in it, like old school, like yeah. infinite money, infinite like. You just don't get that often in games anymore. Well, that's I
1: mean. very much the yeah the the Skyrim thing as well, isn't it? That's all about the console commands and being able to spawn and mm-hmm. point at characters and then say like reanimate and then bring them back to life and stuff. You know,
2: like, why doesn't every game have big edit mode? I might have mentioned that before. I'm, why, why I'm, every- bored, I'm
1: bored of Big Head mode.
2: I'm really? When's the last time you saw Big Head mode, though?
1: Uh, in WWE games, I guess, maybe. Uh, uh, I did see it in something else recently. Oh, it's in uh, Sons of the Forest. They have a Big Head mode. Uh, but cool. also, a bit
2: pointless, isn't it? Bit of fun, is it? Just yeah. a bit of fun. Um, IGN Unsecure. Yeah. IGN UK. Oh,
1: no. IGN it. underscore UK. Ju- how many times have <laughs> you done this? I
2: just... Um, <laughs> It's been a lot it's been a long few weeks. I've got a week off soon. Do you know how excited I am for that? Yeah. Um IGN underscore UK <laughs> Fucking hell.
3: <up>. IGN <laughs> underscore
1: UK <laughs> feedback at IGN dot com. Uh,
2: <laughs> maybe we need a different email, yeah. maybe that's the problem. No, no, yeah. no, no. No. No, no, can't change now. <laughs> <laughs> Never too changed. late. Too uh late. the podcast will end before that email gets changed. Um what what music do we want? Um
3: Hmm.
1: They show a little snippet of it in the Final Fantasy Rebirth trailer. I think oh maybe I'm misremembering it. But there's Chocobo music when they're doing the Chocobo racing, there's music that goes. Yeah, man,
2: classic. You want some chocobo racing music? Is yep. that what you'd like? Yes, uh, you can, yeah, you're back from uh Patele, you can choose the music. Uh, Lovely, thanks. There we go. Uh, what a treat. Uh right. I suppose we should probably go. Uh do something. Bye bye. Bye. Right. bye. bye. <laughs>